Got Your Back Podstream is brought to you by Kinprint. For all your company's promotional needs, they do it all. Apparel, promotional products, using the highest quality brands. They do logo design, signage, and printing. Kinprint will promote your brand with excellence. Visit kinprint.ca. One more sleep at long last. The regular season in the National Hockey League is underway and the Edmonton Oilers get cracking tomorrow night in Vancouver. Going to preview the matchup tonight on the podcast. Did you see Connor Bedard tonight? Chat a little bit about that as well with Struds and Rob Brown. Farhan Lalji going to check in as well. Welcome to back, folks. So happy that you're along for the ride. Live streaming on Twitter and on YouTube here tonight, as always, going to be taking your comments. We want to know what you have to say. By the way, if you're listening on podcast and you're wondering if you're missing out with this live stream stuff, I think you are. So check us out on YouTube. Got your back over on YouTube. And if you subscribe to our channel and you select the little bell, you'll actually get a notification on your phone every time we come up live. So just a way that you can follow along on some of our live streams. Got your back is always brought to you by our great friends over at Sherwood Buick GMC, the big store in the park. They're having some kind of sale. 2023 model year-end blowout on Friday the 13th. Join them for exclusive one-day-only offers and your chance to win tickets to the Heritage Classic against the Calgary Flames. And if you mention that Got Your Back sent you, you're going to get specialized pricing, yes, and hold them to that specialized pricing. As a bonus, you'll also get three free ultimate detail packages on a new vehicle. So good pricing and detailing. You got to love it. Visit Phil and the crew or online at www.gmcpod.com. Coming to you from the beautiful Longs Shots Studio. An amazing golf experience and fantastic mm. sports bar atmosphere as well. Check them out. Long Shots with a Z.ca. Good evening, gentlemen. One more sleep. Exhibition is done. The NHL regular season's underway. Games are already in the books. And Oilers are in action tomorrow. I'm pretty excited. Uh, did you guys watch any of the action tonight? Do you see uh, see young Bedard in play? Briefly. I, I watched the last few minutes of the game. I, I, when it was, I saw that it was tied. I'm like, oh, I hope they go into overtime. See the kid in overtime. Yeah. All right now, I'm just watching the start of the, the Vegas game as... I guess every team right now wants to do what Vegas is doing right this evening, right at this moment. That's carrying the Stanley Cup out on the ice. As Mark Stone came out at the beginning of the game, did a lap with the Stanley Cup. So tomorrow night is step one for the Edmonton Oilers trying to get to where Mark Stone and the Vegas Golden Knights are. What do you think of that, Struds? I can kind of see it on TV here. He's actually carrying the cup around on the ice again to start the season here. Yeah, you know what? I like it. I, I always thought it was pretty brief, right? You win it, then you don't really do anything else. Like, there's the banner raising and, and the rings are given out uh, in, in different ways. But, I mean, you worked really hard last year to get I – mean, not they don't work ever hard, but you, you did a special thing. I I like it. And, and, and especially, I think, when you maybe won it on the road, I think there should be a, maybe a lap or a little more enjoyment uh, after. I mean, it's a special thing. Let's Let's draw this thing out a little longer. This has got to be it, though. They've given it back now. They've handed it back in true Vegas style. 
And that's got to be it now. You got to earn it if you want to touch it again. I did watch the entire Blackhawks Penguins game and watch Bedard in his uh, his opening game. Kind of what you would expect, I think, fellas. Some really nice looks, really nice shots, like so much intention to shoot the puck. Holy smokes. Like that kid just wants to let her rip. So uh, 11 shot attempts, right? And he ended up with five of them on nets. Came close to scoring a couple times. Some young mistakes too. Handling it through the neutral zone and losing it. Got knocked on his ass a few times. There were some young looks. There were some really good looks. Uh, by the way, two for 11 in the face-off circle. Crosby <laughs> demolished him in the face-off circle tonight, as is to be expected. McDavid went through the same thing. Um, but look, some young stuff and some really good stuff in a debut. Kind of what you'd expect, eh, Brownie? I would think so. I mean, a lot of pressure on the kid. Everyone's talking about him. Everyone's turning on the, the TV to watch him play tonight. And they have him lining up against, you know, one of the greatest of all time in in Sidney Crosby. So uh, good on him. And at the fact that he threw the puck 11 times on ice, he ain't going to be shy when he's got the puck on his stick this year. He's gonna. He's an exciting player. 21 and a half minutes he played, Struds, and he was on the ice in the last two minutes defending a one-goal lead. Yeah, you got it. You got to get him out there. I think this is a great start for Chicago. Like, I, you know, not that I expect him to take a major run, but it's a great thing to get a win. You know, you're not wondering, are you going to win? He got a point. Bedard got a point. He did. Uh, yeah. When I saw that, when I saw that 15.4% in the faceoff, I thought that was a shooting percentage. And then uh, I looked a little harder. I was like, whoa, whoa, geez, okay, that's a tough one. Uh, but no, listen, this guy, you know, just, just, you know, getting some things out of the way, right? Like getting a team win and then feeling good about that, getting a point, getting some shots. Like those are all things that you just kind of want to get it by you. And, and playing, you know, maybe probably his idol, I'm guessing, maybe. Oh, yeah. maybe, maybe so playing him right away, and now that's behind you. Like it's There's a lot of great players in the league, but not every one of them is your idol. Yep, he got it out of the way, and Sid absolutely torched him on the opening face-off. Uh, he was standing about 20 feet from Sid when Sid buried one, uh, and he expressed some frustration about he didn't like being on the ice for a goal against. He talked about it in his intermission interview. He's a competitor, and it's going to be really fun to watch him grow, but a great start uh, to what will be a great career. He is off and running. Few housekeeping notes. Uh, by the way, Steve Taylor is running things behind the scenes in Kelowna, and he is monitoring the stream closely. He'll be picking off some of your questions and your comments. We want you to send us your predictions on Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl's point totals this season. We're going to deal that coming up uh, in our breakdown segment. But one thing we got to get to before we get to the breakdown, guys, and that is the results of our Twitter poll. And the future and fate of cranberry sauce is a Thanksgiving <laughs> accoutrement. Um, 2,700. Oh, what's that, Brownie? Does does, does Strutty do that Strutty's World every night? I thought it was just like a once in a while thing. That's every game or every time we go on air? Every time. He, he does it every time. Wow. Man. He is consistent. Surprised by that. Got that much to say. I know. I am too. Uh, anyway, to the poll, guys, to the poll. 2,710 votes. The winner, 55% to 45%. Where can you see it? Toss it. 55% to 45%. The public has spoken. There it is. Overwhelming. I will, that's not overwhelming. You. <laughs> that's a slight margin. That's a win. A win is a win. It's an overwhelming win. Yeah, that's anyways. The people have spoken cranberry sauce. <laughs> Toast now. 
for uh, Thanksgiving dinners moving forward. Uh, okay, guys, lots to talk about on the podcast tonight, so let's get to our breakdown. Brought to you by Mr. Dirk, the iconic men's clothing store in Edmonton, founded in 1939. If you've never been, you have to check it out, just off White Avenue and 102nd Street. It's a beautiful showroom. They've got amazing suits, customs, whatever you want for that high end of your wardrobe. But then if you want some casual stuff as well, they've got a wide selection of that. Just a really fantastic shop with great service and lots of options. Highly recommend you go check out Mr. Dirk just off White Avenue and 102nd Street. Connor McDavid addressing the media today ahead of tomorrow's opening game against the Vancouver Canucks. And uh, I like what McDavid had to say. Doubled down on how good he feels about this team, gentlemen. This is as good a team as he's had in his time here. They've learned some lessons. This sets up really, really well. The question I have for you guys, offensively, and Brownie, we can start with you. For all this talk about defense and wanting to maybe up that part of their game to another level, will it come at the expense of offense for 29 and 97 this season? And this will lead to our predictions. Uh, it, it shouldn't have to come to uh, – it shouldn't really affect it. I mean, it's not going to affect their power play. Connor had, what, 71 points last year on the power play. So it won't affect them there. Um, maybe you don't anticipate as much anymore if you're Connor and Leon. Uh, maybe you are on the proper side occasionally in the defensive zone. Uh, I, I, I honestly, I, maybe, I mean, I think the point totals were so good last year that there, the expectation is there would be a little fall for them. But no, I don't think good defensive hockey means they have to be uh, score less goals, create less offense. Remind me, were you a forward? You scored goals, right? I think I, I just I just, I can't remember all the time. So let me translate this in English. <laughs> anticipate means cheat. That's that's what that means. That's what D meant here. When I hear, "Hey, I'm anticipating an offensive break," you're hoping, you're cheating to the offensive side of the puck. So I believe that their their numbers are going to go softer. They're going to get a little bit softer because they're going to find themselves uh, wanting to be more often on the defensive side of the puck. And this comes comes from Connor McDavid himself. I think that he's going to want this team to play for everyone to play defensive a little bit more defensively. So on a 50-50 puck, where you can maybe. Cheat or sorry, and sorry, Rob, that was on uh, that was wrong. Anticipate, anticipate on the offensive side of the puck. He's gonna anticipate or not cheat and go on the defensive side of the puck. So now you're not gonna get those breaks. And so, even just let's just say that's even just a handful of times, I believe that that reduces it. So, I believe that he wants everyone to play that way and he'll be the leader of it. So, I think, yes, we will see his totals soften. Do you think it's more likely that McDavid or Dreisaitl has a, a bigger percentage fallback in terms of points? Like which one of them do you think, if there is a step back, takes the bigger step back, Brownie? Uh, I think it'll be uh, Eve. I think I think they're going to have maybe five points less each guy. Hmm. So it'll so be very marginal wise, to you. Yeah. I think it's be very I think it's gonna be very marginal. When we talk about anticipating struts, we anticipate <laughs> because sometimes we have defensemen that can make a play. So we anticipate he's gonna make a good play. <laughs> sometimes. So <laughs> sometimes so, um with a guy like McDavid, he doesn't anticipate a lot because he doesn't need to be on the opposite side of the defenseman because he can beat him anyways. So I think it's gonna be I, I think the drop in points this year will be more based on the fact that. They had such lofty totals last year and less on the fact they're going to be more defensive this year. Yeah, 
I hear it. I hear it. I, you know what? I'd, I'd love to see Leon take on a bit of more of a role. Like, and I've, I've expressed this before and I was shot down, but a little bit more like Kopitar when playing elite, elite players and say, you know, tonight you're playing uh, Vegas. We want you to lock horns at Eichel or you're going to be playing Elias Pedersen. Make him have a nightmare night, you know, an absolute nightmare night because I think he has the body, the, 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 the strength, uh, the, the, the hockey IQ that like, wins face off. Everything and the attitude to do that. And I'm not suggesting he's going to become a lockdown centerman, but, you know, some nice, just challenge him to that so that when you get to the uh, playoffs, you can say, Leon, you're going up against whoever it is, Jason Robertson, wh whoever it's going to be. I think he already does that. They watch think watch when Leon takes the opening faceoff against the opposition team's best player. He cross-checks him every game he starts with a two-hand or cross-check to the back. He, he already does that. He is the guy you want out against the team's best players, and I think he does that. Now, sometimes he doesn't do it as often as you want, but Leon in the playoffs has always been a beast because he takes on that role. Yeah, good. I, I don't want to suggest, I'm not suggesting he's not doing a good job, but I, I would like to see him really embrace that role and just like lock some. Like I think Eichel did it last year. I think Eichel did a really good job through the playoffs. I'd like to see that. You did make that point over and over again, like not a ton of highlight real goals from Jack Eichel, just a bunch of points and a bunch of really solid mm -hmm. play and playing real good against the other team's best players. Let's hear from the captain as we get to the Weiss Johnson sound box. They got a great deal on right now until October 15th. Install a new garage heater and air conditioner at the same time and get 800 bucks off. Great time to get both of those done if you've been thinking about it. Enjoy the luxury of air conditioning at this year's pricing and beat the rush on getting your garage heater installed. Give them a call at Weiss Johnson, 780-463-3096. All right, uh, to the captain, Connor McDavid, today. Um, you know, I fielded a whole bunch of different questions, um, but here he is talking about uh, defensive prowess in his game, the work that gets put in. Uh, along those lines. There's always room for improvement on the defensive side of the game for me. Um, and it's something that, uh, you know, I've talked about before and, and, and feel like it is at a good place, um, you know, and something that I take pride in. Um, you know, I know points and statistics and all that would, you know, maybe suggest otherwise, but I love I love uh, playing in my own zone and and uh, checking guys as much as I as scoring goals. Brownie, I love playing in my own zone and checking guys as much as scoring goals. Listen, it's the right thing to say, but is there a little, boo, like just a little bit of a Pinocchio hop in there for McDavid? That sounded like what I said to the media after I scored 49 one year in Pittsburgh. The next year I came to camp 10 pounds heavier, and I said I needed corner weight. It had nothing to do with having a really fun summer. So you just say what you need the media to hear. He, nobody likes checking as much as scoring goals. Strud's career was a physical career. I bet you that most of his favorite things were these three goals that he scored in his career. Yeah, that's a pretty good point. Pretty good point. Now, I, 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 why am I not surprised he came back with 10 LBs wrapped around your midsection? The old muffin top. Oh, um, I, I just, I don't get it. But no, listen, I, I, man, I honestly, guys, I think he actually means it. I think he, because I think he's so focused on winning a Stanley Cup, he's willing to do or sacrifice anything that he thinks will help do that. So I, I honestly think he means it. It's true. Struddy, I can't take you serious on this. You have so much headroom 
and your ear things are just such a mess. Like, we got to get you sorted out here, bud. Like, I can't even take you seriously. Tilt your camera down so you do, you're just like this tiny little head in the bottom okay. of the frame like this. Okay, and I, your I, earbuds I, are just okay. sticking straight out. Let's talk about what happened. You have the camera. You came over my house, and you broke the camera, so I can't lower it down. You're the one who broke Not it, true. and I can't lower it because you, 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 you broke it the pod. No, I can't. Can. It's broken. It's broken. You broke it. You're like, oh shit. Yeah, you broke it, man. So now I'm dealing with this. So it looks like I'm sitting in a little chair. I, I don't know how to get higher. You broke it. I didn't break it. Whatever you just did made it better. Okay, let's get to the point projections. The actual point projections. Uh 64, 89, 153 for McDavid last season. Uh Struds, you can go first. What are you pinning him at this year, bud? I, I I'm I'm not gonna I I'm gonna I'm gonna double down on my my softening for Connor. I'm gonna drop him down to 146. Okay, that's a seven point reduction. Okay, and then for Connor or for Leon, I got him at 120. And what about your goal? Like, did you break it down into goals, or are you just total uh, points? Okay, well think about that for a second. And Brownie, you can go with your total. Well, I think both of them will have 50 goals. Over 50. I don't know. I'm not going to pick a number. Both will be over 50 goals. I think Connor will have 145 points, and I think Leon will have 122 points. So I do. They'll have a few less points, but to me, it's mainly because they were so high last year that to reach that, it's. I mean, they had career years. They're only supposed to happen once when you get a career year. So I think it's not so much the defensive prowess that they're going to play with. I think simply their numbers were so high last year, there'll be a slight fall. Strud's goals, what do you think? 53 goals for 97 and 50 for uh, Leon. They don't get to the same heights as last year. All right, I'll go 55, 90, 145 for McDavid, 51, 75, 126 for Leon Dreisaitl. So still slight regression in the numbers, uh, but I think overall this season the Oilers will be a better defensive team start to finish. Remember, they finished great defensively last year. Their goal is to try and pick up where they left off on that front in the regular season so that it can become second nature. Okay, guys, before we wrap our breakdown segment, I uh, did want to have a discussion with you guys about something that's been making news around the National Hockey League the last uh, 36 hours or so, the league deciding that Pride Tape is no longer going to be an option for players uh, during warm-up at any point in time. Previously, they had decided that there were going to be no theme jerseys uh, of any sort uh, for warm-ups. That includes Pride, Military Night, uh, all, you know, all of the different initiatives that the league did. Um, and then they further clarified that by saying that Pride Tape wouldn't even be an option for players uh, during warm-up. Um, I can go first here, guys. I think this is a big step backwards. I'm really disappointed that they made this decision. I think that the playing surface is like, I mean, that's the biggest stage in the game, and those players earned their way there. And I think if they want to use that stage in, in warm-up to show their support for a cause like that, I think it should be their option. I don't think anybody should be forced to do anything that they don't want to do, and I think you need to be careful about that. But I do think that removing the option entirely is uh, sending the wrong message, and I'm disappointed it happened. Guys, Struds? It feels like the last 10 years has really been a push to be inclusive. You know, hockey's for everyone, and they kept pushing it. And this this is a step back. You know, it is, there's no doubt it's a step back. Uh, and you had different organizations kind of chime in and say that. And I I don't know why. Like, I, I, I there's got to be some kind of a, a, another way to, to make this work. 
um, for, for everybody, including, um, you know, the LGBTQ community and, and the military and, and all that. So I, I, I was, I was really caught off guard by this and I'll be interested to see how uh, players respond uh, moving forward. Yeah, I agree. I, I disappointed, uh, embarrassed for the NHL. Um, when a, a Connor McDavid or a Zach Hyman or a Sidney Crosby or an Austin Matthews talks out in support, calls himself an ally uh, of the Pride community, it means a lot. And to not allow those players to wear the, use the Pride tape, uh, it's it just horrible. I just I don't understand the reasoning behind it. Uh, I think that the players in the National Hockey League are mature enough, uh, old enough, uh, respectful enough to know what is right and what is wrong. And if they feel that they want to show that they are allies to that um, group of people, then allow them to do that because it means a lot to that group of people. So I think it's just an absolutely horrible decision by the NHLPA or the NHL, excuse me, the NHLN, I believe the NHLPA too, to, to say no to pride tape. Makes no sense at all to me. Yeah, there was a, a comment from... Bill Daly today, I believe, who said that the PA was consulted and more supportive of this decision. Uh, here is Oiler Captain Connor McDavid. You know, whether that's pride tape or pink tape or, or, or anything, um, you know, about some, like I said, it's always something that I've enjoyed in terms of a league standpoint. Um, you know, um, is it something that uh, that I'd like to see put back into place one day? Uh, certainly, um, you know, but that's not the way it is right now. Uh, McDavid, one of a number of players who was asked about it today and uh, expressing disappointment. Zach Hyman also with strong comments today expressing his disappointment in the NHL's decision. So we'll see where this goes moving forward. But for now, uh, and it's not just Pride Night, guys, that is affected here. I mean, their decision to pull any and all of these symbols out of games and warm-ups, I mean, it affects a lot of things, right, from you know, hockey fights cancer through the military appreciation night. There were a lot of really positive initiatives and cool things that we saw on ice and in warm-ups and all those sorts of things. And it's uh, it's pretty broad sweeping. And so uh, disappointing, disappointing day, I would definitely say. And, and sounds like we all agree on that. Uh, good stuff, guys. Appreciate your comments on that. Um, Brownie, appreciate it, man. We'll let you rip out of here. As always, your uh, appearances on the show brought to you by Kin Print helping you push your business brand to the next level. Visit kinprint.ca. Your mug is on the way. Talk to the crew at Kinprint, Brownie, and it's it's being printed as we speak, buddy. So uh, I'm we'll excited. Maybe, maybe next podcast we'll see it. Thanks, pal. Appreciate it. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you. Uh, I don't think we'll get you tomorrow night post-game after the game, but we'll try and catch up with you a little bit later on this week. Sounds good. See you guys. Okie dokie. All right. When we come back, Farhan Lalji from TSN, our Vancouver Canucks Bureau Chief, checking in, previewing the Oilers and the Canucks. A very short break. Lots more to come here on the pod. Hey, everyone. It's Kelly here from United Sport and Cycle. The wait is over. United's annual Hockey Day sale is finally here. Save 20% off on select CCM and Bauer skates. Save 35% off on all Bauer and CCM Pro Stock sticks. And save up to 25% off on select Bauer and CCM equipment. And for you goalies, save up to 20% off select Bauer, Warrior, and CCM goal gear. Trust the experts at your home of hockey for over 95 years. United Sport and Cycle. Are you ready to elevate your moving experience? Trusted for over 100 years, Ferguson Moving and Storage are your partners in relocation, ensuring your journey is smooth and stress-free. 
and say goodbye to surprises with Ferguson's transparent flat rate pricing. Contact them now for a free moving quote and use the promo code FERGUSON to receive $100 off your next move. Visit fergusonmoving.com and let them lift your expectations. Quit knocking things over, dog. And we're back. Farhan Lalji giving loving commands to his pup. Time now for takeaways brought to you by Redefined Health. If you're feeling unhappy with your overall level of health, you got to try their wellness lifestyle program. It's a unique 90-day program. Includes a daily meal plan, exercise regimen, video instruction and support, pre- and post-assessment to help you monitor your progress. All that for 150 bucks. That's not much to pay for an overall assessment of how you're doing. Help change the way you are functioning and feeling day to day. Go see Dr. Tyler Fix, best name in the business. Redefinedhealth.com as we check in on the left coast where Farhan Lalji joins us. Farhan, you could do uh, a little wellness check, eh? 150 bucks, get yourself all sorted. Uh, mine, I'd probably need two. <laughs> with all the money with all the money you're paying me i could probably afford it yeah there you go man there you go well it's about to get started for real and we're all about to get really busy here as the regular season kicks into gear wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute like what? stop the crap right we're about to get really busy says the guy who only covers one thing on a regular basis stop it about? i've been busy with all my cfl and nfl and ncaa you don't think i'm busy Give me a break. Come on. Oh, the hockey guy's <laughs> busy agree. now. Let's all wind her up and get started. Thanks for this guy. I agree with you, Farhan. He always complains, and I I always tell him he's wrong. He shouldn't complain. Hey, how yeah. about this shift I'm pulling on Saturday? How about this one? Morning skates, straight to the Elks game, work the Elks game, sidelines, then to the Euler game, then Euler post game, and then probably a post game podcast. So why why would you go to the Euler game when you're assigned to cover the, the CFL game? You're just choosing to do that for your moonlight. No, I'm not. I'm actually business. working yes, both. Are. I am Stop. working both. Stop it. <laughs> if I had a live game, you couldn't pay me enough to go to the Canuck game after because that just wouldn't happen. <laughs> wouldn't ha so, okay, well, there you go. So you need to get in touch with our assignment desk and have a chat with them about my shift. Done. I'm looking forward to it, actually. It's going to be a battle of Alberta. So it'll be a good football game, right? Last one of the season. Fans are feeling a little better about the Elks, so it's more positive down there. And then the orders and the flames that night. Love it. Except for the last part. Yeah. How are, uh, how are fans feeling about the Vancouver Canucks? How would you say? What's the, what's the word on the street in Van City, Farhan? I, I think there's a lot of wait and see, a lot of holding breath. I mean, it, look, at this time of the year, everybody's optimistic, right? And the Canucks, like everybody else, have made a certain number of improvements this offseason. But Jim Rutherford said it best a few weeks ago when he had a chance to talk to us before training camp. And he said a lot needs to go right for this team to make the playoffs. And quite frankly, I was surprised that he was that refreshingly honest and candid about the situation. A lot has to go right for this team, right? I mean, they've made some improvements in terms of their bottom six and how they're going to kill penalties. And they've brought in some players that can help them in that area. They've made some improvements on their defense. But, you know, you still look at this team and you wonder where the depth of scoring is going to come from. And they've still got a hole on the right side of their defense to the point where the head coach doesn't want to play his top two defensemen together because he yeah. knows how much better they are if they can split them up. But he's going to have to do it at, at uh, for large chunks of games, at least in the early going, until they can potentially address the problem. So there's some holes. There's optimism. And, you know, and as it's the Canucks, there's always a lot of drama, right? I mean, you saw the stuff with Connor Garland today where apparently his new agent, who he's had for all of 48 hours, has been given permission by the club to go out and seek a, a, seek a trade. So... 
we'll see where that goes as well. But it's never just nice and easy and calm weather going into the season. No. <laughs> so I'm looking at this team, and I, I'm going to start on the back end. I agree. With you. I think Carson Susi is a really nice pickup. But uh, you know Myers, I, I don't, I don't see him as a top four defenseman. Ian Cole, I don't see him as a top four defenseman. So you know, I, I don't really, I don't think I'm going to use the word optimism. Or things have to go right. I just, you hope that it works out. Like, I, I, how much can Quinn Hughes play? Yeah, I mean, today they had five defensemen in practice, so he played too much in today's practice. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's it's going to have to be like that. You know, but look, Philip Rona can take some some minutes away if he can play on a second pair and. I do think Ian Cole can be a top four guy, be a second pair guy. He's shown that for large chunks of his time in Tampa. I'm not telling you he's an elite top four guy, but if you paired him with Roenick, they could function as a, as a reasonable second pair on this team. Okay. Um, and then you look at Carson Soucy, who generally has, has been effective in Seattle in a third pair role, much like Tyler Myers, right? Like if, when he was in Winnipeg, that was the book on him. That if you try to elevate him up the lineup, there's going to be problems. Well, Jim Benning decided to do it anyway uh, at six times six. And here we are. And it's the same story, right? That if you could get him into a third pair, you're better off, but you're probably going to wind up having to play him at, at second pair of minutes from time to time, at least to start the season. So, you know, it does feel like they're one top four defenseman short, ideally a right shot D that could play with Quinn Hughes, but you know, they're not going to bring anybody in at this point, given their cap situation that could legitimately be a, a top pair guy for an entire season. Right. So, when when Rick Talkin talks about doing it by committee, I think that's where it's all coming from. So we'll see if they can tread water. And when you look at that situation, you realize how thin they are, right? I mean, they went 16 deep mm -hmm. on the blue line last year. So, you know, who knows how, how deep they're going to need to go this year. What about the spirit of the group, Farhan? I mean, they na named themselves a new captain. You know, Patterson's really come into his own on that front as well. There's JT Miller floating around there, who's that interesting character. But you got this head coach that really drives guys and tries to pull some positive stuff out of them. So has the spirit of this group been adjusted or tweaked in a meaningful way? Yeah, I think it has. And I mean, look, there was nowhere for it to go but up, right? And Rick Talk had set some expectations last year. It had played a bit better down the stretch. You know, if Thatcher Demko's on his game, they're going to be able to tread water in the early going. And that's really what this comes down to, right, for this team. Because, you know, we can talk about the locker room and we can talk about the spirit. But you know when the spirit's going to go down? If they come out of the gate and they're 2-5, and five, right? Yeah. Then we're going to see what the spirit looks like. It, it all looks good now. And, you know, they're all getting along and everything's going well. And, you know, he still might want to be here. He might not. I don't know. Quinn Hughes mm -hmm. is a great captain because he hasn't captained a team yet, right, in terms of a, a regular season. Or a, or a losing streak or or things like that so the spirit's good like it's legitimately good and the one thing we're talking is he's going to hold guys accountable right and he's going to treat guys equally in terms of pushing guys as they need to be pushed so I, I think there's a feeling that they're in good hands and I think there's belief in the coach and the, and the people above him and around them but at the end of the day like th there's still some tangible things on the ice that have to happen and I have my questions about what the spirit would look like if we get a here we go again first month of the season. Right. Great point. <laughs> Brock Besser is a, is a great shooter, there's no doubt about it. When I watch him, I think it's improved. But his skating, I'm not sure he can keep up with his hands or, or maybe it doesn't fit with the hands. Is that unfair to characterize his skating as not on the same level as his hands far in? No, not unfair at all. And, and you know, I think he has taken a step in his off-season work and he's, he's come in in shape. But... I don't think he's ever going to be an elite skater in this league, right? I mean, we saw 
uh, Bo Horvat go from a marginal skater to a, a strong skater, not, not Connor McDavid, a leader or anything like that, but mm. a strong skater. But that was a process that started day one of his career. Whereas now you've got Brock Besser that's a half dozen years into this thing. And, you know, I, I think he, he is who he is from that standpoint. But he has talked about changing his game a little bit. And we've seen him attempt to be a little more playmaker and, and a play driver and, and round out his game a little bit more in terms of just trying to be a finisher. Because the one thing with Besser is that when he's not finishing, every element of his game gets affected. And he knows it, right? Like he his entire body language and mood and all of it changes when things don't go well so if he can round out his game and bring a little more to the table then i think he can lean on other parts of his game so we saw in a preseason game he had four assists in one game there there are better signs from what we're seeing and you know he's, he's going to get an opportunity to, to play regularly uh, at least in the early going here with jt miller those two have been paired together now you want miller to be a um a guy that can be a matchup player from time to time and if he's going to do that can Brock Besser live in that world, right? Can he be more defensively aware and responsible and, and smarter? I think he's committed enough. He's just got to show those signs that, that he can lean that way. So I think if he can round out his game, he may never be as fast as others want him to be, and his feet may never catch up to his hands, but he can still be a more effective player and a more consistent player. What do you think, bud? Can Thatcher Demko get him to the postseason? I mean, if they're going to be anywhere even in the conversation, he's going to have to be unreal this year. Yeah, look, I, I don't – he's going to have to be really good, right? Does he need to be the best goaltender in the league? Um, no. I mean, people believe he's got to be in the Vezina conversation. And, you know, I, I don't know that he's going to be one of the, the top three goalies in the league. But, he, you know, could he be a, a top six or a top seven goalie? I think he absolutely could. But that's the problem, right? When you talk about how lights out he's got to be, what does that look like in terms of games played, right? That's my concern. Because yeah. if you got to play him over 60, point, yeah. or 60 games this year, he will not stay healthy. You know why? Yeah. Because he's never stayed healthy. Yeah, they've had that issue right? before with him. You know, two years ago he played 64 games, and he wore down at the end of the season. He did not finish healthy, even though he finished. Uh, and then last year he winds up playing 32 games because he wasn't right to start the year, then blows out his groin and misses half the season and then plays really well at the end. So can Casey DeSmith play enough games? You know, will they bring up Archer Silovs, who who they like? You know, can they get a few games out of him? Can they round it out so that they can just keep Demko under 60? If they can keep him under 60, and the one thing Talkins talked about is a different type of shot he's facing, right? It's not going to be a fire drill every game. They've got better penalty killers. So it's just not going to look so incompetent on the PK like it did a year ago. So if they can be better on the PK, if they can be a little more structured so he's not facing, you know, ridiculous numbers of, of high danger chances on a nightly basis, then he might be able to ride out a few more games. But for me, if he's playing over 60, there are not going to be 60 good ones. Farhan, do you have him in the postseason? Nope. No, I think they'll be better. I think they'll be close. But at the end of the day, just too much has to go right. And I just don't think they can withstand any level of injury. So yeah, where, do you have Pacific? where do you have them Pacific? Where do you have them at? Uh, I think they'll be in that four or five range. And I think yeah. if they miss, it's not going to be by much. I mean, I can see them being, you know, nine and being two points out. And, you know, at that point, anything can happen, as they say. But uh, it would be hard for me to, to say and be bullish about the fact that I think they're going to get in. But I do think they'll be better. Struds, what do you have? I have them outside. I'm at six. Because yeah, I, I, I think they're fighting with Seattle. Uh, I've got uh, Vegas Kings and Oilers top three. Then I, I think mm -hmm. I got Calgary making it. Then I think yeah, it's I'm not feeling Cal it. I'm not feeling Calgary. So I like I could see them okay. battling. You know, I, I think they could battle. I think Seattle's better than they are. 
Uh, I think they're more, they've got a better roster one through 20 and they compete harder, uh, you know, and, and, and yeah, for sure. And maybe it is Vancouver yeah. and Calgary uh, battling for five and that might not be good enough if, if more from each side make yeah. it. Awesome stuff, Farhan. I'm just uh, putting the finishing touches on an email to our boss. I'm, I'm nominating you for employee of the month because how hard <laughs> you've been working. So I just wanted to let you know it's not going unnoticed. Uh, your yeah. hard work on both the gridiron and, and at the ice surface is much appreciated, buddy. Well, and if there's an award for the hardest working guy just for this Saturday, I'll help you. <laughs> Farhan Lalji, bureau chief it. out in Vancouver. I got Thanks, your back, pal. Buddy. I got your back. Yeah, you hours. got my back. Always, always. <laughs> Appreciate it, Farhan. Thanks for coming on, man. Let's check in again soon, okay? I love All right. it. All right. Short break. And then after we return, Struddy's World. Lots more to come on the podcast. Stick around. If you own or operate a business, you know the value of a great employee. Just ask Shogger. Pathfind is here to help you find your next star player to help take your business to the next level. Pathfind can help with recruitment, career transition, leadership coaching. They truly have your whole team covered. Building you a championship caliber roster. Find your team's path forward at pathfind.ca. Long Shots Golf is the destination for both golf enthusiasts and sports fans. Top-of-the-line TrackVan simulators provide a highly entertaining and accurate golf experience, while a full-service sports bar loaded with big screens and scratch kitchen make it a truly unique destination. They have locations in Sherwood Park and Edmonton. Experience the best indoor golf and sports bar in town. Visit longshots.ca. That's longshots with a Z.ca. When you make a mistake, heads should roll. Just me and Nick Lachey, window down, shirt off, just loving it. My goal is Sunday made before scum. Now that I say it out loud, it does sound a little crazy. All right, time for Strutty's World, brought to you by DLR Vinyl, deck and fencing, locations in Calgary and at Edmonton. They provide beautiful maintenance-free fencing and decking materials. And, of course, the key is maintenance-free. If you've never had maintenance-free fencing or decking, you have to give it a go because it goes in and you never have to worry about it. No sanding, no staining, no painting. It goes in worry-free, looks beautiful, uh, and it's fantastic stuff. I have it in my backyard. Highly recommend it. It's a family company run by my brothers Rick and Rob. Check them out at dlrvinylproducts.ca. Struddy, what is on your mind tonight, my friend? Since the end of the playoffs, I, I've been talking a lot about defending for the Edmonton Oilers, and now they've instituted a couple new ideas uh, defensively, both in their own zone and the neutral zone. And I'm, I keep kicking around this idea. Is there going to be an adjustment period where it affects our offense, where we're where, where playing and, I, and maybe focusing more on the defensive side of the puck? Will they have uh, less opportunity to score goals? And and I got to believe there is. I, I just think there's going to be moving forward. I don't know if it's going to be dramatic. But I think just while you get adjustment and try to find that sweet spot between, you know, you know, anticipating as Brownie likes to call, but also being on the defense side of the puck more often than not. How does that affect? You know, there's got to be a little bit of a, 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 a bridge gap there to, to, to figure out. I, I looked at it. I, I'd like to see them get in the top 10 for goals against. Last year, they were 17th at 256 goals against. Uh, Winnipeg was 10th at 224. So you're looking at if 
you know, roughly the same numbers that saves within. They got improved about 30 goals against uh, over the course of the uh, the year. So that's not even a half a goal a game. But let's look at the way things they can improve. I think that the goaltenders, um, Skinner was, you know, he he did fine. I like to say I think Campbell can help out. He can maybe shave a few goals off there. The second thing would be the PK. That group, they were, what did they end up? Uh, they need to be 5% better. And they were, I think, 19th or 20th. So that's another area. They did improve at the end of the year. And I think they can improve it again and shave a few goals off. It uh, goes against there. That'll help them get up. And then you play your five-on-five five play. So it's not like all those 32 goals have to come off five-on-five. Five. There are, Well, I guess some that would be on the goalies. But there are other areas that can improve. So we're not talking about a 30% improvement five-on-five five defensively. But I think there can be improvement there uh, with not a huge time of giving away from the offense but still being on the right side of the puck more often than not so shogger that's a long-winded way of saying i do believe there'll be an adjustment period but i don't think that it needs to be a massive change but i think it has to be one that is consistent from game to game main point uh and it's a great discussion topic the main point that i think of relevance here is that they added a fantastic top four defenseman at the trade deadline last season yeah. And their numbers from there in struds were off the charts. So you said 17th overall mm-hmm. goals against goals against per game from the trade deadline in fourth with Matthias yeah. Ekholm in the lineup. Their last seven games of the season, you remember, they gave up six goals in those final seven games. Mm-hmm. And then the playoffs happened and they gave up like 26 in the next seven games. Right? So they showed the world that they can be a really staunch, rock-solid defensive team. And again, there's some throwaway games, San Jose a few times, Anaheim a few times, but they played some good defensive games against contenders too. So they showed that they have it. Now that they have that player to start the season, we think if Ekholm is healthy, I think that's going to make a massive difference. They've proven to themselves they can do this, Struts. And by the way, they were still the number one team in terms of goals for per game trade deadline in. Yeah, no, those are really good points. And I, I I just don't know how you can't sacrifice some offense to be more detailed defensively. I, I just said, you know, you you, you kind of make the point there where they, they were great during the regular season and get to the playoffs and just wasn't there. So was it set inside them? Was it set uh, all the time? It's got to be a consistent way of doing it. So that's that's where I'm coming from here. And mm-hmm. it, it, I think it reflects my goal totals and point totals for Leon and Connor. And listen, I'm not sitting here saying – it's 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 all on them. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that the way Connor and Leon are talking, I think they want to influence this whole team to to play that way. Um, and 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 there's a lot of there's a lot of guys that can improve in in, in different ways. But that is what I think, and that's what I feel, and I'm hearing from them. Uh, so that's where I think this team's going to go. And I think they want to be know that when they need to, they can lock it down. And I don't think they had that ability last year over eight two games or the playoffs, Shogger. And now he'll get 70. Scored in all four preseason games. For all this talk about defensive play, it'll be like, hold my beer, throws down 70 goals and a great defensive season. Really, anything McDavid chooses to apply his highly elevated skill set to, when he really sets his mind to it. Last season, it was goal scoring, and he did what he did. Right, He really imposed his skill set on a certain area of the game. And if he chooses this year to impose that skill set on defensive play in a, in a more meaningful, more consistent way, he has the ability to have a great defensive year. And I think still put up pretty good numbers. So 
It's going to be really fun to watch. That was Strutty's World, brought to you by DLR Vinyl Products. Okay, final segment of the podcast, Ask Us Anything. This is a chance for those of you who were on the live stream with us. We had some technical difficulties, so part of this was live. Part of this has not been live, but we do have your comments here, so we're going to get to some of those. And it's brought to you by the Shark of the Park, Rini Buclan of Maxwell Devonshire Realty, Home is a feeling and one of the biggest investments you will ever make. Rini takes on just a select number of clients to give them a more personalized service. So see why she was rated the number one individual agent this past year with her skilled negotiation and five-star client satisfaction. Sherwood Park, Edmonton, surrounding area. Call the Shark of the Park, 780-994-0280. Steve, are you done sweating behind the scenes there? That had to be stressful, <laughs> bud. Hey, hey, you lose a few lose a few more gray hairs pop up when that stream went down? It, uh, it happens. What can you do? Tech- you just went quiet. <laughs> Suddenly, it was just like... <laughs> If you're listening on podcast form, we, we had a crash during the live stream, so we ended up having to record the back half of the podcast. But we still got lots of great comments on the stream. So, Steve, people were making their predictions on McDavid and Drysaddle. What are they saying? Yeah, a ton of predictions. Uh, Mike uh, was the first one. He said 97 is getting 120 points. 29 is getting 105 points. Much greater focus on 120? The- <laughs> no. 120? A much greater focus on the 200-foot game. 33-point uh, drop-off for McDavid? Hey. What the heck? Uh, Scotty uh, says uh, – <laughs> sorry, go ahead, Jason. That's going to affect his contract negotiations. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I have to trade him. Wow. You better be winning the Selkie if he's a 30-point <laughs> right. drop-off. Scotty says 139 for McDavid and 117 for Dreisaitl, assuming they each play 82 games. Um yeah. Shane says uh, 97 is going to get 40 goals and 120 with, oh, 120 assists for 160 points. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he's going to go to the other side. Wow. And that means Connor Brown's going to end up with 40 goals and Evander Kane will push like 45, <laughs> something <laughs> yeah. like that. I wonder, though, he's got guys that can score goals on both sides of him, Strads. Well, and I, you know, I'm glad you brought that because we haven't even really talked about that, that, that now there are four wingers that can all score goals, right? I think that before they had three. And, and that's no no disrespect intended to the guys that were there previously, but they have guys that can score, um, and and could you know they could all their all ability can all get for sure over twenty five thirty, and we've seen guys do higher than that. So I think that's a really good point to be made. No question. Uh, Harry says I would rather see Connor get under one hundred and thirty and win a cup, or every player get fewer points and pay more attention to the to detail with defense. Yep, I think that's obvious, right? I think the players would also take that. Uh, we got an email in. And by the way, you can email us if you have any questions or if you have a got your backstory, we'll read those on the air too. We love those. Uh, but we got an email in from Derek. Derek says, uh, gybpod at gmail.com, by the way, is the email address. That's gybpod at gmail.com. Really enjoy the podcast, Ryan. I was born and raised in Edmonton, but have lived in Scottsdale, Arizona for nearly 30 years. So not, not only does GYB provide great oiler fodder, but your chirping and banter with Strud's brownie, etc., is warmly Canadian. I love how you always get the best of both of them and are the funniest. Might have added what? that. That is going to say. I'll no a discussion topic. <laughs> Uh, uh, for some content. Okay, so he throws an interesting stat out, and I didn't check this, so we're going to take Derek's word. 50% of the penalty shots last year were awarded. 15 goals were scored. 50 penalty shots awarded. 15 goals were scored. 
30% success rate. Historically, it appears the bar for calling a penalty shot is higher than a regular two-minute penalty because of the impact this call can have on the game, a goal often being scored, right? Refs being hesitant to call the penalty shot because it feels like a better opportunity. If you agree with that, do you also believe because the Euler power play success rate is higher than a penalty shot that the bar for a ref to call a penalty against the opposition is subconsciously higher for the Oilers? I do. So clearly an Oiler fan that watches the game frustrated, feeling like the refs are hesitant to call penalties against the opposition because of how deadly the Oiler power play is. Anything to that, Streddy? Well, it's a very well-worded uh, complaint by someone who thinks Oilers are getting screwed by the, the refs. That's what it is. So you, we, let's just call it out. I mean, I don't know. The heat's gone to him down there in Scottsdale. No, just kidding. But honestly, uh, I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I can't. I, I have no time for the referee discussion because you can't control it. You know, you can, you can, you can lobby the league. You know, you can be like Brian Burke and talk about all these different things publicly. I just, I don't. I just don't. It's, it's a, it's, it's, it's a losing proposition. You just, you can't win it. So just deal the cards you dealt with. I don't think the owners get. If I'm, I think sometimes owners get the benefits. Sometimes they don't. Just like every other team in the league. So I, I don't know. I don't. I don't see any great conspiracy here. Shogger, you? Yeah, I would agree with you. I mean, look, I think in the playoffs, when every game is so tight, I think Oiler fan just really feels the pinch every time their team had a chance to go on the power play. And I think that those add up in their heads. And I think that's natural. And I think that's normal. Every team probably goes through that to a degree. But it is an interesting point. When they're scoring more often than you would score on a penalty shot statistically, and it's not often penalty shots are called, although there was one called in the was it the chicago game or was it the nashville game tonight yeah. i can't remember there was a penalty shot that was called uh, on night number one of national hockey league action i thought it was exciting steve anything else on the stream or are we going to wrap it up here buddy uh well yeah anthony just sort of on the subject of power plays he said he was watching pittsburgh tonight and he said uh any chance the pittsburgh power play surpasses edmonton's this year on paper nope. it looks it looks lethal no I mean, Carlson's, uh, yeah, he's going to add a bunch there, but I don't think so, Struds. It's not 29 and it's not 97. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, it's just, it's not the same. They're, those guys aren't the peak powers anymore, right? It's just, it's just a different, they're different to points in their careers. Yeah. And I'm just looking at their power play last season. They were 21.7%. Like Carlson's going to help, but he ain't going to help that much, I don't think. All right. That was Ask Us Anything brought to you by the Shark of the Park, Rini Buclan. Time to wrap up the podcast. We will do that with our gem of the day. What was your favorite moment of the podcast? We'll ask you, Struds, brought to you by Edmonton's most iconic home for everything sport, United Sport and Cycle. It is your home for hockey. Sticks, skates, masks, pads. They can get you outfitted and ready to dominate on the ice. Go and visit them in-store to check out their extensive collection of gear. www.unitedsport.ca. Struddy, what did you like, buddy? Well, I've known that guest Farhan Lodgy for 25 years, and Farhan absolutely nailed it when he said, I'm going to get you nominated for the hardest worker for Saturday, <laughs> Ryan Rashad. Because Shoggers, <laughs> it was a good two joke. games, two games. It was unbelievable. Unexpected out of nowhere. Farhan, congratulations. We've got uh, free hugs from uh, Shogger coming at you. Man, and he wasn't afraid. He just walloped me no. right square in the face right at the start of that segment. I was just trying to find a casual way. Like, oh, we're all going to get busy now, hey? Yeah. And he just cold cocked me yeah, right yeah. at the start of the segment. 
He's a busy guy, right? All those three football leagues in the NHL. So the good thing is he won't have to work in April for the Canucks. I'm going to dispute your gem of the day, though. I think the gem of the day today, and Steve, you can be the deciding vote. I think gem of the day was Rob Brown talking about coming back to camp 10 pounds heavier because he needed additional (laughs) corner weight. That was absolute gold. Steve, what do you got, buddy? Break the tie. I'll go with Brownie. That was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. That was gold, Struds. That was so good. Winner. Winner chicken dinner. (laughs) Winner, winner. Turkey dinner with cranberry sauce on the damn side. Keep it. Keep it. Nobody wants it. All right, folks. Thanks for sticking with us. Sorry for the technical difficulty on this episode, uh, but we'll be back. We're going to keep on live streaming. We're not quitting. We're not going anywhere. Oilers season opener against the Vancouver Canucks. We will drop a post-game podcast. We'll talk to you then. Big thanks to all of our sponsors, including our title sponsor, Sherwood Buick GMC. Uh, Have a great Wednesday, I guess it'll be. And uh, we'll talk to you after the game. Cheers. Cheers.